Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next few weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of conquering the seeds of destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, today I'm going to finish back up on discussing God's new seed that he plants into you to uproot the seed of rebellion and the roots of turmoil, siege, and desolation. And that new seed was called the seed of hope. So let's go ahead and review the meaning of hope again. So hope means a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. It also means a feeling of trust, anticipation, and it also means longing. Now the scripture reference that I used came from Romans chapter 15 verse 13, which says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And again, that's Romans chapter 15, verse 13. God wants you to have an expectation that he will deliver on his promises. It requires that you trust him in everything. Having hope is not just something that you pick up every now and then. It is something that you should embrace. When you look at the seed of rebellion and the roots that come from it, you operated in a sense of expectation and you did things the way you wanted to do them. You made sure that you were getting all that you wanted and needed and you weren't concerned if it caused any hurt to anyone, especially to God. Now that you have chosen to live for God, it will require the same type of intensity with your expectations. But you will be concerned if it does cause hurt to you or someone else. In today's times, hope is all that some people have. They have experienced so much hurt and pain and suffering that they don't know what else to do and where else to turn. Some people are also just trying to survive just to make ends meet. When you look at the rising gas prices and food prices and the increase of prices with cars and homes and even traveling, some people are just trying to get through day to day. It is not as if they are wanting lots of things Some are just wanting basic necessities just to survive. What makes it very difficult is that there are some people who just don't seem to care. Some of them are in such a rebellious state that they don't care about their fellow man, and loving them is probably even a stretch to say as well. Every generation is different, and each one has its own issues. However, there is one God. So there should be some consistency on how people do things. 
Unfortunately, there are people who have hope in worldly things, and then there are people who have hope in spiritual things. As a result, there will always be a spiritual battle taking place because people just seek after different things to continue to make it. The greatest thing we have as believers is that by putting our hope in Jesus, we are redeemed and restored through him. Jesus paid the price for all of our sins, so we have the confidence and belief in him that we are set free, delivered, and we wait to go back home to be with him. Now Romans chapter 8 verses 23 through 25 says, Not only so, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we are saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. And again, that's Romans chapter 8, verses 23 through 25. We continue to wait until we are called back home, but we continue to experience him as we are connected to him through the Holy Spirit. He allows us to be in relationship with him on the earth, which provides us with more hope and comfort. When people put their trust in people and things spiral downward, it becomes hard for the person to sometimes have hope in others, especially if these types of situations have happened multiple times. So for instance, you may have been in a relationship and things didn't work out for you. Then you may have given it another try with someone else and things didn't work out there either. As time has gone on, you have concluded that you don't have hope now in a relationship because of the previous ones not working out in your favor. Of course, I may not know all the specifics as to why it didn't work out, but I will say that just because it didn't work out it doesn't mean that all of them won't work out for you. You must trust God first to send the right person into your life. And then you must have hope that he will do it if it is his will. There are times that you could have jumped into a situation and it didn't work out because you didn't seek God in it at all. You decided to do things your way and you didn't consult with him if this was the right person for you, and you didn't spend quality time with him either. If you had have consulted with God, you probably could have prevented some unnecessary hurt and pain that may have occurred in the situation. You have to find a way to learn how to keep your mind open to receive God so that he can help you, counsel you, and possibly even heal you from past situations. Now, on another note, there could have been a situation where God may have told you to not to be with a certain person, and you decided to do it anyway because maybe you were lonely, and you thought that, well, they're not that bad. Well, they may not have shown their true colors in the beginning, 
which of course most people don't. However, as situations started to occur, you started seeing a whole new side of them that you didn't think that they had. And you now see why God had said that this person was not the best person for your life. Unfortunately, you had to learn the hard way. But at least you now know that this person was not a good fit for your life. Moreover, it doesn't mean that the right person won't come to you. You must be patient and allow God to bring the right person into your life when the time is right. Don't give up hope though. Please keep trusting and seeking God so that you know what to do when those people do connect with you. Everyone that you come in contact with will be relationship material. So please just don't keep having your radar on thinking that just because a person is friendly or smiles to you or just says something nice about you that all of a sudden they are the one. Allow yourself to continue to grow with God so that you can make sure that you are who you need to be for them. And God has prepared you in everything. As you can see, you can have hope in many things. It is not just for jobs and relationships, but you can have hope for a better world for your children. You can have hope for a healthy life. You can have hope for a peaceful world. And as you know, the list can go on and on and on. There are many things to have hope for and to pray for in our world today. You can't turn on the TV without seeing something traumatic that has happened. And it causes you to have hope for a better life and world. There are always things to pray for right now. And we have the hope that God is listening to our prayers and will answer them sooner than later, hopefully and prayerfully. On one more important note, people should always have the hope to keep living. Regardless of how bad things get, and I know that they can get really bad, please have the hope to just keep living. The enemy would want to destroy your life, but please don't give him the satisfaction that he seeks after. He knows what God has in store for you. I know that you are wishing that it is revealed to you as well, but it will be at just the right time. Please don't allow yourself to get too consumed in your thoughts, especially if they are negative thoughts. Allow yourself to get past those things that may have transpired and find a new way of looking at it. It may not seem as if you can do it, but please just take one step and one day at a time. You don't have to accomplish everything in one day. Just find a way to encourage yourself and to make a positive choice that will provide a positive outcome. Then, try it again the next time. You will see that little by little, you will start to create a different narrative taking place in your life, and that will be something to celebrate on. Having hope in something positive is long-lasting. Sometimes you may have to pull something back up from your chest full of memories to remind you of the great things that God has done in your life in the past. The enemy can sometimes just bog you down with so much negative things coming at you and 
it can just get hard to remember the positive things that have taken place in your life. Therefore, it just requires you to reach back and reflect on how God brought you through and just touched your life in the past. And you were able to just come out of it, even when you felt you were at your breaking point. As you reflect on it, and you see how the steps had to be taken to get through it, it should give you that comfort and that confidence and that reassurance and that hope that God will bring you through this one as well. I know it may be hard to remember many things that has transpired in your life, but that is why you have other sisters and brothers in the gospel that can help you remember how bad the situation was and how God moved in your life to bring you through the tough times that you were faced with. Keep in mind that everyone has a story. It is the stories and testimonies that provide hope to people who may be at the crossroads of life or that may just be ready to throw in the towel. These nuggets of life is what keeps all of us going and pushing through so that we can keep striving to live the life that God would want us to live. As I have mentioned in the past, it may not be easy, but it will definitely be worth it if you keep sticking with your plan. Don't give up too soon. Don't miss out on your blessing that God has waiting on you. Don't allow the enemy to convince you differently in your mind that you should just give up. Hold on to Romans chapter 12, verse 12, which says, Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constant in prayer. And again, that's Romans chapter 12, verse 12. When you are able to focus on God and what his word says versus what the enemy is trying to tell you, you will be able to have the hope that you need to actually keep going and to keep pushing forward and to really strive to accomplish God's will for your life. And I am going to actually end right here. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real-life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.